May I speak to the glory of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. On Thursday evening, we had a service at Town Church to say farewell to Bishop Trevor and to thank him for the last eight years, I think it is, since he's started looking after us. He was nabbed by the Archbishop of Canterbury and asked to take it on. It won't be for long, he was told. But as with so many of these big church services, you've got a superfluity of clergy, would that be a good word? And all the procession, who goes where? The bishops at the end, that's fairly clear. And then you've got lay readers, you've got deacons, you've got visiting priests, you've got deacons and priests and lay readers attached to that particular parish, and how do they all fit together? Many of you met Father Richard when he came over at the start of last year. He's now sub-dean at Christchurch Cathedral, Oxford, and he had a service the other day where he was having to be in two separate places in the procession, or two separate processions, one after the other. And so there we were at town church. We'd got Natalie and Annette, the readers at the front. We'd got the town clergy near the back with a dean behind them. And then the the normal clergy and a discussion between me and one of the others. Oh, well, you'd better go in front of me. You'd better go behind me because you're more senior than me. I looked at it and said, well, no, because if I do that, then we've got all the female clergy in front and then all the male clergy afterwards. And that sort of seems to suggest some kind of hierarchy which isn't actually there. But all the politics of who goes where, let alone if you throw in visiting canons or bishops or anything... And I was reminded of that when I was looking at the end of this gospel reading with people ruling over, you know, the tyrants, those, I'm important, therefore I must be here. And in fact, we see that with James and John too. Oh, we want to be right close to Jesus. We're we're the important ones, aren't we? We've, We've got to be right there. Well, no. On Friday, a few hours after seeing the bishop off. I and fellow members of the Sodality of Mary had a devastating message. Mother Ade, one of our members, had died suddenly in Rochester Diocese. And we are struggling to come to terms with that. We met for prayer yesterday evening. But Ade was a wonderful character. She had discovered the Anglo-Catholic tradition after ministering as an evangelical for most of her ministry. And Father Richard described her as being like a child in a sweet shop, always discovering something new of the faith to be discovering and exploring and getting excited about. Of course, as part of that discovery of the faith or other bits of the faith, she was not afraid to ask questions. And so often in discussions, we do, many of us be, oh, I'm not sure, I'm not quite, quite sure I understand that, but I don't want to say anything because I'll sound silly amongst my colleagues if I ask a really stupid question. And then it's always Ade asking these really challenging questions, challenging all of us to think. I understand what I'm thinking. Yeah, why didn't I ask that? It's not, yeah, I needed to know that. But it was always Ade who was asking these questions. 
She'd been ordained longer than me, about 20 years, I think. But she was so open to new discoveries of the faith, deepening her own experience, deepening her own knowledge, deepening her relationship with Jesus. And in the end, I think this is what James and John were trying to do in the gospel reading. Can we be close to Jesus so actually we can learn more from him? At one level, looking at this reading, it suggests, oh, don't, don't ask those questions because, well, you're, you're getting up above yourself. On the other hand, if we don't ask those questions, we don't grow as followers of Jesus. If we don't ask those questions, we don't learn. If we don't ask those questions, we don't move from where we are. And so may we be open to asking those questions, may be open to challenging others as we seek to deepen our faith, as we seek to come closer to Jesus. And as we journey in this way in our own life of discipleship, may we be a bit like Ade as that child in a sweet shop with all these the wonderful riches of the Christian tradition and wow I'd never thought of that but that is wonderful I just want to know more. May we be excited learning more about our faith, learning more about Jesus and may we draw closer to him every day of our life. And so I give thanks for the life and ministry of Ade. I give thanks for her really dirty laugh she had in conversations quite often, her infectious sense of fun. But most of all for her deep faith and desire to know Jesus more and to bring other people to know him. And her last tweet at the start of September was reminding people that no matter who they are, Jesus loves them seems quite apt for her to have said that as her last public post on Twitter. And may we be reminded of that today and in days to come and may we also remind others of Jesus' love for them. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.